I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The real dying show. Well, happy October. This is definitely my favorite season, which begs the question, what's your favorite season? I don't think you've told me. All right. So because we're curious, you know, we're going to be nerding out. We're going to be talking about new drinks, origins of phrases, TV shows, music, movies, gaming, getting functionally stronger and healthier. You know, the list goes on because one thing is just not enough in life. I'm sorry, but you know, we want to win at life. So we continue to unleash our superhero. And we're going to share some stories and examples on how to do that. Or maybe we won't. I don't even know what's going to happen, but because it is the real Brian show. Captain, how soon can you land? I can't tell. You can tell me I'm a doctor. No, I mean, I'm just not sure. Or can't you take a guess? Well, not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours? Let's rock it! Oh, yeah, that's right. The Real Brian Show makes no sense. Not even to me. But welcome. Thank you for joining us. I am The Real Brian. Excuse me, stewardess. I speak jive. Just hang loose, blood. She's going to catch out a wee bit of medicine. What it is, big mama? <laughs> mama, I ain't no raise no dummy. Come with some slack, Jack. Chomp don't want the help. Chomp don't get the help. Oh, sorry. June, Did I realize? June Cleaver. June Cleaver speaking jive is just priceless. I'm sorry. Cole got to be, you know? I'm Can just going to sit next? over here totally confused. <laughs> I'm quoting Airplane. jive. Airplane. Have you seen the movie Airplane? Miss Ice. To- to- totally I, I know exactly okay. the movie you're talking about. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. I'm sure to you a, do. To, misled to, us to a little a bit there. Yeah. You need to watch Airplane. It is glorious. It is absolutely have, horribly glorious. I have seen two clips from that movie. That Well, <laughs> at least one that I can definitely remember. The one where he is sweating so much. It's like it, he's like... <laughs> Yeah. And that helped me decide never to watch it because it grossed me out so much. <laughs> Come That's on. Wow. Hey, everyone's got their little quirks, right? It was right, so right. good. Oh, my gosh. The jive scene is awesome. The fact that I actually have memorized them is is really sad. I like that. You, you were able to very capably pick that ball up and score a touchdown. Good job, Brian. I appreciate that. That, that was a movie, though, that I watched as a kid a lot. The edited version, of course. It's, it's not entirely... Um, appropriate unless it's edited i'm just throwing that out you know but anyway it was really fun and i watched it all the time in an airplane too you know with captain kirk and oh my gosh those were classics but you know that was chris pine is in it yes um (laughs) chris pine shatner first name william but you know Mm. it's a they're the same people same person chris pine might have been an egg at that time i think he was an egg back no no he was alive he was alive was he yeah well, no. Watch it. Well, wait. When Airplane Two came out, he probably had just been born. Yeah, he was born in the early '80s, I think. Right. Yeah, and I think Airplane right? Two came out. Mid-80s? Just a little baby. Aww. Yeah, I think Airplane was seventy-seven or seventy-eight. It was one of those two years. And here's the thing, though. This was Zucker Brothers. They had Zucker done a, a movie called the <laughs> Kentucky Fried Movie. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. the most like racy unedited movie I think I've ever seen. They just didn't do that stuff back then. And and that is a movie that would not be allowed today. That's yeah. how over well, the top they make fun of everybody in the most inappropriate way ever. And it is hilarious. It's really freaking hilarious, but they make fun of everybody. And then yeah, it's, it's the, it's the antithesis of PC. Basically. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally like when somebody says politically incorrect, the definition is the Kentucky Fried movie. That's all I'm going to say. And then <laughs> look it up. Google that. Yeah, well, or not. Uh, and then all they the did things airplane. not to say. Yeah, and then they did airplane, and that was their first main like. Here it is. Here's an actual movie in the rating system. <laughs> they they put it out, and then you know they did Naked Gun and all those other movies. So fun stuff. I don't even know if they're doing. I don't think they do movies anymore. But man, they were genius. They might be dead, Brian. They're not that old. I don't know. No way. They were born in like the seventies. Yeah. Like you imagine are so old. old. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Anybody born before like 2000 is freaking old, man. If I drop dead from a heart attack while we're recording, you'll feel awful. (laughs) Miss Ice. 
I promise. That's true. That's I will. Horrible. But I would come to your funeral. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm only Even in Iowa, COVID? so that's far away. Exactly. You wouldn't. Go I mean, with if COVID. you were. Even in COVID, I would come. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so nice. I would risk COVID for you, Tony. Wow. Dude, I was, thank you. I was going to start singing Cold-Hearted Snake, but apparently that doesn't apply to you anymore, Miss Ice. No. Oh, I love Paula Abdul. Oh my gosh. Paula's <laughs> my favorite. Did you have the cassette really, guys, tape that you, you put like in your Walkman? American Idol host. Oh, come on. No, Paula hey, Abdul I was like, like the Paula when she was the bomb. All she right? was so like Wait, my she thing. was a bomb? Yeah. She was a bombshell. Yeah, you can't say bomb. really good. Back when Mariah Carey could dancer? hit like uh, Dude, a triple high Did you seriously C. not know Paula Abdul back in the 90s? I mean, come on. You're alive. I was alive, but. Five years old. I know. I was I very know. uncultured. I My my high notes were Cinderella, which I watched every day. And, <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait. I mean, obviously like Sesame Street, but. Wait, wait. Didn't <laughs> didn't Forever Your Girl, the album come out in 89 or was that in 90? Dude, I don't. 88? Oh my come gosh. On. You really expect me to tell you when Paul Abdul's <sighs> It was, album. It yeah. was 1988. I'm forever. Yeah, I'm not going to sing. And then 91 was the other one where like Rush oh, and all that. Spellbound, yeah. I actually have that CD. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay, Miss Ice, you were two years old for the first one and then five mm-hmm. years old for the second one. So, yeah, okay, okay fine. I, I get ex- it. Exactly. Your dad okay. wasn't like, dude, hey, yo, two-year-old, you're going to listen to some Paula Abdul right now. <laughs> My dad barely listened to music. His <laughs> highlights were Sting, <laughs> Ooh, Sting. and the Police. Oh, hey, how does that? Oh. A man of my heart. We I got basically the same yeah. Sting and Police. We got both kinds of music. We got country and western. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, so he and, watched Doom and then? In his later years, he he listened to Liz, Lindsay Sterling, even though he didn't really know who oh, she was. I love but, Lindsay. She was adorbs. Yeah. So do yeah. I. A Lindsay is a, a Lindsay. Lindsay is beautifully awesome she, with that violin. Yeah. It is so good. Oh. She's amazing. <sighs> you know, I I've, like got, she bends over. I've got more. <laughs> she is flexible and I, I am not that limber. So there you go. Uh, speaking of 80s music, it's fall. Mm. I pull out Bruce Hornsby. You know, the album with like the way it is and Mandolin Rain yeah, and Every Street Little Kiss. Band, yeah. yeah, I, really I don't. Love that album. It's so good. It was like, what was that an 86 album? I think anyway, but Something like that, yeah. it reminds What'd me of What'd you say fall. his name is? Bruce Hornsby. Hornsby in the range. But Bruce. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking I said Bruce Hornsby in the East Street band. I'm thinking of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Sorry. The range. Yes. Right. Yeah. Bruce Hornsby was one of those musicians of the mid eighties that yeah. was kind of like he was hot for like a couple of years and he was in everybody's stuff. Yeah. And he's one of those collaborator guys. So anyway. Yeah. He's really talented though. I mean, it's a lot of really cool piano and mandolin rain actually has a beautiful mandolin. It's just, it's good stuff, but it's totally, totally eighties. It's just, it reminds me of fall because I think the first time I ever listened to it was not in the 80s, mm-hmm. ironically. It was like in the 90s or something. But when I first listened to it, it was like September, October. So, of course, now it reminds me of fall. So that's when I pull it out and I listen to that album here and there. And then I put it away for a year because I like new music, too. Know what I'm saying? Cool story, bro. Yeah, I hear man. you. You don't even know, Tony. You don't even know. Hey, hey, it's officially fall. We know that, right? We decorated because, you know, it's October now. I found, oh, my gosh, some spiced pumpkin hand soap that actually is dang good. And then here's the other thing is like this. It's called like a Canadian pine and white sage hand mm. soap as well. And it's like very, um, what's the word? Like it's it like when you, when you do it, you're just like you breathe in and you're like, woo, oh, you just want to smell your fingers all the time. Yeah, yeah. And you just keep like sticking them in your nose, you know, and you're like, oh, anyway. Um, so there's that. I love that. Yeah. And, and you know, what was amazing is that it's been really warm here. It feels like summer, but there were a couple days that finally felt and even smelled like fall. Mm-hmm. So I was yep. pretty excited. And yes, fall is my favorite season. It has been long before the whole craze that everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's fall. It's like this whole marketed thing. Now I was a fan of fall long before that, but fall isn't even a real season. It's a hallmark season. <laughs> oh, you know, you had to ruin it for me. All doesn't exist. Neither does <laughs> You're North welcome. Dakota. Yeah. It's autumn. Wait, autumn. That come from, but there are the two seasons, Brian. Yes, totally. There is winter and construction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're from the Midwest, oh, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a Midwestern thing. I know we've that's talked about our favorite thing. seasons in the past, but have we ever ranked them on this show? 
And if we have, I'm sorry, forgive me. I don't remember. But I did don't we? I think so, but I think we should do it again. I definitely think we should do it again. Okay, yeah, so we certainly haven't done if it with we Miss have. Ice, so. I don't feel like I've ranked. No, them. you've never have. So rank your favorite seasons in order, Miss Ice, and and use pie. By the way, it needs to be in the order of pie. So in order of pie, you can start okay. with three. If you no, no, I'm kidding. You can't start with three. You have to start with one. No, I'm just. Okay, tell me are we really doing them by pie? Or are we doing them no. by aesthetics? No, because well, I was going to do them by pie, is. pie. So pumpkin pie would be my first favorite. See, uh, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's gonna her. If you're gonna spew, spew into this. You into this. Um, no, rank it as in like favorite, second favorite, third, fourth. You know, and then if you really have a fifth season you want to talk about, then by all means. But go ahead, Miss. Not talking about construction. Okay. <laughs> Fall, spring, winter, summer. Nice. Except, man, this is hard because, okay, that's that's purely for the enjoyment of the weather, mm-hmm. but summer is cabin season. Mm-hmm. And so spending the entire summer mostly often at the cabin is a huge highlight for me every year. For so sure. it's really hard to, I'm not including that in my favorites, just in the experience of the weather that's my order. Fall, spring, winter, summer. Beautiful. Does your cabin have air conditioning? No. Okay, then. It usually doesn't matter about? though. It's far enough north that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like when it's really hot, you get to experience like the beautiful part of it, you know? And so there'll be like a week or something when it's so humid that you don't want to even move, but it's really just a week or so. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. That's so. fair. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Otherwise, my favorite. My favorite, favorite season is fomentering. So there you have that. Um, is that a Harry Potter reference? No, wait, where, where did that come from? Fomentering. I've never heard of it. Is that a Celtic? I, I just made God it up. or uh, fall, summer, winter, spring. You just like fomentering. You just like life. I, I like life. I okay. like them all. I like it. That's Fomur- good. Fomentering. Fomentering. Murder- Are you murdering? Oh, come on. Not again. Stop murdering people. It's bad. She gets away with it. I know. Okay, you Captain. Know, Captain, what about she's you? A man eater. Hey, my order is interestingly identical to hers. Fall, oh, wow. Spring, winter, summer. Interesting. Yes. Uh, fall because it's just the weather's awesome and winter's mm-hmm. coming, right? Mm-hmm. Spring because again, same thing, weather. It's it's totally just about inverted. being able to open your windows mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. air moving mm-hmm. through the house. Um, you can only do that in the spring and the fall. Um, winter I like better than summer because there's something I don't know. There's a mix of nostalgia and um, of just this this deep seated comfort that I feel going coming in from the cold, and it's a similar feeling f- to coming out of the heat into the air conditioning. But our ancestors were able to come in from the cold and warm up by a fire, right? Mm-hmm. They were not able to have air conditioning, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's just more natural to have that primal feel for coming in and sure. getting warm from sure. the cold, right? So that's that's okay. why winter's at a summer. So well and it's that classic, you know, you can always put more clothes on, but there's only so much you can There you go. Off. That's exactly right. See and I'm exactly so I'm the, the summer, opposite. You're just screwed if you don't huh. have air conditioning. I'm exactly the opposite with you guys. That's so you like funny. to take off as much as possible. <laughs> I don't like wearing clothes, so summer's great. I mean I love it. And I that's you why know, we like you. Truthfully mm-hmm. though, I can <laughs> <laughs> That's why we oh, like you. Oh, That's I'm why sorry, we I'm like sorry. you is no, no, because you're naked all the time. Thank the you. Okay. Okay. Episode title. <laughs> That's why we like you. You're naked all the time. The <laughs> okay, listeners no, have, my mom listens to this. Your mom listens <laughs> to this? None of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, my gosh. Shout give, out. Give Lisa a shout out. Oh, my gosh. What should, what, what should we call her? Wait, she doesn't have a superhero name. Uh, actually, Mama she Ice. calls herself Mama Ice. So there you go. Actually, yes. you know, somebody called her that. It wasn't well, that's me. So awesome. It might have been you, Brian. Maybe I did once, and I just didn't even realize I did it. You know. I mean, she embraces it so much. That's what her Wi-Fi oh. is called. It's called Mama Ice. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, Why Mama didn't you Ice. Call us that before, no, I I'm so excited. Like, I need to. I need to elaborate here. The okay. listeners have not seen the new TRBS calendars. That Brian <laughs> is starting to print, and in it, Brian is wearing very little. Um, it's not inappropriate. It's for charity, it's guys. For charity, oh, it's totally. not inappropriate. Uh, it's I'm all just given saying away. Once, once they hit the market, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. 
They'll be nothing, snatched nothing up. Sexual or yeah, nothing like that. It's just oh, Brian yeah. does not like to wear clothes. No, clean, clean. Truthfully, I really don't actually like to wear a lot of clothing. <laughs> I really don't like. I'm I'm a uh, shirt, you know, like a t-shirt kind of shorts guy, bare feet. I love that. And honestly, mm-hmm. for me, and again, maybe this is because I grew up in Phoenix. I feel like wherever you kind of grew up, you kind of adapt to. That's kind of. I mean, that's my theory. That's yeah. not science, but. Maybe it is my whole theory on this is well, anyway, the whole point is, is I can cool myself down so much easier than I can warm myself up because I hate wearing a lot of clothing period. Yeah. I just can't stand Fair it. Enough. And even if I'm wearing a really thick jacket, I still can't get warm sometimes. It's just the way it is. So mm. anyway, so my, my <laughs> order is definitely fall first and then spring second. And I mean, of course, fall, I just, I love everything about fall. I love how the season is changing cooler. I do like that. You were talking about kind of the, the comfort of like cooler weather. I love that. I mm-hmm. love the fall leaves. I mean, the colors are just, oh, I love that so much. And a lot of the foods and stuff, but spring, it's like, it's the exact opposite. It's like, okay, you know, you're starting to see blooms and green and, and flowers and the smell of spring is so beautiful. And it usually rains here a lot that time. And I love rain. And then again, summer, obviously, but I actually, this is so funny. I love the feel of air conditioning. There's something weirdly comforting <laughs> to me about it. That is so, biz- so do I. I don't know why, but it's like, oh, I just love it. Um, and in winter for me is a distant fourth. I really, <laughs> I can't stand winter. I have a hard time with it. It's just different. Mm. And that's why I, I love going I to games, her. basketball yeah. and volleyball games and everything like that. And, you know, with winter, it's like, oh, there's nothing this year. So I may have to stick my head in a freezer. Most of the men in my life would say that winter is at the top because they run so hot that every other season just makes them boil. Like my best yeah. friend keeps his house at like 62 degrees oh, all wow. year round. Painful. So, Even I would not be able to t- handle yeah. that. He yeah. loves winter. Yeah. And I run cold. It's weird. Mm, it is weird. Yep. But that's what makes the world go round, right? That's Isn't right. it? Differences. I like it. Okay, so we're naming the episode You're Naked All the Time. That's, um, wow. Thank you for that. I just, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a Come beautiful thing. How about we Captain love you. Influence. I love you. We that. love no, you beautiful. because you're naked all the time. We yeah, love yeah. you because you're naked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I love, I love titles. Might it just be increasing no our SEO for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hey, so really quickly, I was going to say, <clears throat> We got a chance to uh, go to Breckenridge. I totally forgot about that. Breckenridge, Colorado, you know, for a few days. Yeah, yeah. And the leaves had just started to change up there. We got the boat on Lake Dillon. Just beautiful. By the way, if you've never been to Breckenridge, totally recommended. It's really nice. Uh, except for in the wintertime when you're just going to be wading through people. That's how Breckenridge is in the wintertime. Hence why we go in the summer or the there fall. You go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you know, I'm going to talk about this in a minute. But but Captain, what is going on with you? I feel like we we don't know. It's been a while have, since you've shared like personal stuff, man. I have two updates for you guys, uh, for any for anyone who cares. Um, so I remember care. that whole thing about the squinnies in my backyard, little ground squirrels yes. that were invading mm-hmm. our backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and how my wife has, you know, she, you know, in spite of our relocating more than a dozen squinnies to a local park, she drives them like four miles. Instead of killing them, she captures them, drives them I four miles her. away. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, and she's done that well between twelve and twenty times. And probably closer to 12. Either way, they have retaken over our backyard and more specifically our hot tub. <laughs> now, you all remember I have a hot tub, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. never use it. Oh, <laughs> we haven't, we haven't been in the hot do. tub for months. That's so so squinties use the hot tub. And, and again, no, they're not in the hot tub. They're not like hanging out in the hot tub, smoking a cigarette or whatever, you know. Just they're not gremlins. They're not, yeah. Traveling yeah, through exactly. time. Yeah. But they do live under the hot tub. And my wife finds the whole thing you know, the whole thing with Squinnies defecating under the hot tub to be disgusting. Hmm, uh, but it's not like they're doing it in the tub still. So we're at the point now talking about either draining the hot tub and winterizing it permanently or selling the hot tub. Oh. And I, you know, winter and the former is going to be easier than the latter. So that's so a yeah, bummer because on, on a cold night, man, you could go out on the I hot know. tub. That's I beautiful. Know. I thought but you I'd just said you don't use myself. it. I know. Uh, not lately because it's been too hot. We don't use it in the summertime. Because going being in an outdoor hot tub while it's really warm out is just kind of silly. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I was looking forward to using it in the winter. But if she's not going to use it with me, I don't want to use it. I'm going to just got to have her with me, right? You can just call it your your man bath. I mean, 
man bath. Yeah, I could just be hanging out and the squinnies, I know they're underneath me and they're, you know, they've been chewing yeah. through the foam that she sprayed in there and they've, oh, yeah. they've built their, their nest back in there. I don't know where they're all coming from though because we keep getting rid of them. So there you go. In well, case anybody's been wondering. I'm sad, man. I hope you keep it, but I understand. <laughs> we'll see. Use it or lose it, sister. Or Use it or lose it. Brother, yeah. Something. Second thing is, remember when I went through that burpee stint, stint many months ago? How yeah. I was doing burpees, I was all excited about it. Did I mention it on the show? I forget. You no, know, no, but um, I, I, yeah, we talked about it. Okay, so well, you went through so a burpee I doing, stint. I was doing burpees for a while, and I was and I was all excited about it because you know, obviously, burpees are extremely good cardio, right? To do it yeah. all mm-hmm. really hard. Mm-hmm. Well, burpees <laughs> threw my back out of it. So I stopped. I tweaked my back one day. I was like, okay, no more burpees. So. And then my treadmill, that under desk treadmill I was so happy with and used so much, has been defunct since we moved to our yeah. new house in April. Yeah. And so, and I'm looking at it right now, it's sitting against the wall. I still haven't done anything with it. So I have rediscovered the joy and ease sitting on the couch jump, <laughs> of jumping jacks, <laughs> jumping jacks for home cardio. Nice. Jumping jacks. I do like 250 of them a day now because they're so easy. You just do a, a set of 50 wow. at a time. You hey, you're like it's one easy. step away from jumping rope. There you go. Lame. Come on. Jumping jack. Hey. Jumping rope. What am I, a boxer? Do I look like Rocky Balboa to you, Miss Ice? Yeah. Maybe. You calling me Rocky? <laughs> Adrian? So anyway, yeah, I, I just, if, if any of you are like kind of wondering if there's any easy, effective cardio to do at home, just do jumping jacks. Just make sure yeah, you know. Great idea. Awesome. Don't have a ceiling fan right above you. Um <laughs> Make sure you're not doing them right next to your cat because it might scare your cat. Yeah. But uh, these are good tips. I know, right? Yeah. And you know what? I would do it next to a fan. (laughs) Love that. Especially Especially if the fan is on. (laughs) You're like, boing, boing, thunk. Thump. It wouldn't hurt. You know, how, you know how ceiling fans are. Come on. Uh, yes, it does. Actually, I've tried it. Anyway, so I would, those are good tips because I've actually been thinking about what can you do at home and I mean, there are some gyms open, but I mean, no offense, but I can't even No, I'm not going to a gym right now. I mean, no, but here's the thing. Uh, My Pilates studio has been shut since March. Uh, I think he's doing some privates now and stuff, but you know, it's a little out of my price range. And then mm -hmm. our gym that we usually work out at is over at the college. And because of the universities are super cover their butts right now, kind of thing, they're not allowing anyone to come in at all, but here's the cool part. So Pilates truly actually allowed me to walk again after Mm -hmm. they destroyed my nerve. And then also it helped me with my back to keep the the core strong. It's been amazing. Like I I hadn't had back pain at all because of doing Pilates. Well, since I hadn't been doing Pilates, I started having back pain again because the muscles were getting weak and I'm like, no. So anyway, um, the, the program over the workout gym program over at the college brings in students that are in the exercise and sports science program, which is really cool. And they usually will, you know, they'll get experience. They'll work with us clients, you know, that go to the gym and everything like that. They, they're kind of like our little personal trainers, which is so cool, but they've been doing this for years. Well, they said, Hey, we're going to have people work with you. We'll do it over zoom or discord or whatever. And so, you know, I said, sure, I'm interested. And then they, they were pairing me up with this one person, but then they said, you know, Hey, check out all of the people that are involved. And I went through the list and I'm like, Oh my gosh, Mackenzie, I know Mackenzie. Well, she was at the Pilates studio getting her Pilates certification. And so I met her, you know, back when the studio was open and, and she's great. Well, she's Matt certified and she's getting her full on certification to do like full on Pilates teaching. So I'm like, I want to work with Mackenzie. This is cool. And so she's been, we've worked a, a couple times together now. She's been showing me like how to do Matt and at home Pilates, which I mean, you know, it's, it's helping like crazy. All of a sudden I'm like, Oh, my core is getting strong again. My back's not hurting as much. I'm like, this is amazing. So I love that kind of thing where it's like, there's always a solution. It's just finding it. Yeah. Cause I thought I'm screwed. I can't go to Pilates studio anymore. What am I going to do? I love this. So excited. So shout out to Mackenzie. She's amazing. It's funny when I think (laughs) of Pilates, I know very little about Pilates except what you've told me, uh, which I, and I, and I just haven't actually ever done it. Um, but when I think of Pilates, there's this there's this restaurant in Des Moines called Christopher's. It's like one of those um, what do you call it prime rib restaurants where it's mm-hmm. like surrounded by retirement homes mm-hmm. and all the people in their t- retirement homes they kind of they kind of <laughs> shamble on over to Christopher's every day. My wife and I used to live near there in Des Moines and we called it Christopher's Fan Club. All the you know the the um, the group of of retirement homes that surrounded the restaurant yeah. or that were nearby the restaurant and. 
this restaurant surrounds a Pilates studio. Like there's, there's an entrance to the restaurant to the left of the Pilates studio and to the right of the studio. And right in the, right between those two entrances is a Pilates studio. (laughs) And that's what I think of when I, when I hear the word Pilates. Interesting. All right. So Miss Ice. What's up, man? Well, that was my question to you. What's up, man? What's up, man? Girl. What's up, girl? You guys want to know what's up, girl? What exciting thing happened in my life this week? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. You got to prepare yourself for this. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hit me. I'm, okay, okay. I'm sitting down. What is it? Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. So 10 years ago, yeah. I bought a spatula. What? This week, I <laughs> replaced. Did you buy a spatula city? <laughs> spatula city. Spatula. <laughs> spatula city. Sorry. Go ahead. Wow. You got a spatula? I got a spatula. <sighs> I think I had my previous wow. spatula in college wow wow, wow Wait, was, is, was your old spatula plastic it was plastic what's the and i'm going to did it miss, have holes in it it did oh, it had wow. beautiful holes and i'm gonna miss getting bits of charred plastic did you get the eggs. new one at kohl's nope okay spatula i bought City. it at the grocery store because okay. <laughs> i don't go anywhere else so so is this plastic yep. now or is it metal no it's plastic does it have holes in it it has a smiley face. Oh, oh, it's one of those. Oh my yeah, God. It, wow. it smiles at me and it frowns wow. at the food. No, 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 no. The old one had holes in it. The new one, we didn't well, the, know. The old one had slits in it. This one has a smiley face. It's like a slit smiley face. It's oh, like that's cool. the red John smiley face. Wow. This is powerful. Wow. That's I know. fascinating. I'm just riveted to my I know. headphones right now. I love you know, spatulas. I figured... This would kind of take you guys by surprise. No, yeah. like, I mean, just knowing me and knowing how much I loved my spatula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Are you going to keep it though? Like, are you going to mount your old spatula? Yeah. Please tell me you didn't garbage. throw it away. Oh, oh. you could have framed that. I yeah. said goodbye. I made one last black. egg with it. Okay. And I said goodbye. Have you named yeah. that your new spatula? It. it actually got to the point where I couldn't really even use that, that, Tip anymore because oh, <laughs> there was just there was no flat edge anymore. Charred <laughs> it all the way down. Oh, that's awesome! Well, uh, but have you named your new spatula yet? Nope, not going to be attached. I'm going to replace it in a year. Oh, come on! I wanted to have a naming contest oh, like we did with to Tony's our- computer. I know, like Steve, or we could name this the you know the the spatulator, or I mean, I don't know. Mm, I like spatulator. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking like about that one for you later. Yeah. Spatulator. <laughs> and you like slap them on the butt with it. Uh, Spatulator. <laughs> I like that. And now I have to get a new one. Uh, <laughs> we don't know where that's Just, been. <laughs> you have a, Emily, do you have a cat? Remind me, remind me. No, I do not. Okay. So you don't have to worry about slapping your cat with the, on the butt nope, with your spatula. Have, and then I don't have to shoo anything away. I live alone. On spatula. Yeah. Beautiful. Alone and beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's another great show title. Yeah. <laughs> or it's a, a story uh, of my life. <laughs> you know what? Okay. That's, that's exactly. If you ever start a YouTube channel, it's going to be just called Miss Ice Alone and Beautiful. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> just be the most amazing. Oh, you nailed it. And it's a vlog guys, too. She's writing it down Today, right now. Today I got the a new question spatula. question I get every week is how do you last being alone and beautiful for this long? And I say to myself, I should start a YouTube channel. Yeah, because the advice you could give, yeah, is greater than the that's love a good point. You take wait, no, that's, yeah, never mind, something like that. Anymore. What do you do when you're alone and beautiful, and you have the spatula that you've had for ten years? And the answer <laughs> is whatever you want, because you're alone and beautiful. And it would be entirely satire. <laughs> However, okay, oh, so, so that was my spatula story. Okay, okay but yeah. On a brighter note, and equally as I don't know how you could get more exciting than a new spatula, <laughs> but I will try. So the twins, the Minnesota twins, baseball, for those of you who don't know, oh, have made it into the playoffs people, this year. Okay. Sweet. What? I was yeah. thinking of two, like <laughs> no, twins. Two. There, there's a few more than two people on the team. My dad gotcha. will be happy. Baseball yeah. twins. Hardcore twins fans, so. yeah. okay. Oh, good. Okay. So that's awesome. But I am a huge baseball fan. And so made it into the playoffs. The only downside to this is that the twins have now or have lost uh, 16 straight playoff games, Ooh, <laughs> 13 what? of which to the Yankees. How do, so, you, how do you lose 16 games and remain in the playoffs? It takes not remain in the playoffs. You just keep going back and losing every time, right? So wow. every year. year after year. So is there any possibility of a wild card for them this year or anything yes. like that? Yes. So with the expanded playoffs this Weird. year, 
Our first series was with the Astros. I'm not going to talk about the series because it hasn't completely concluded. So okay. at the point of recording this, but I have high hopes that we can win at least one game. We got <laughs> some, we spent a lot of money this last year and we got Kenta Maeda, an excellent pitcher who's been our ace. And we got Josh Donaldson from the Braves. We spent a ton of money on him and he's not even playing in the wild card game, but we'll see if we can make it past that. So I'm very excited. <laughs> And we will see if we can win and we can break our 16 game playoff game losing, <laughs> losing streak. We're praying for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm praying too. Now tell me this. What's Kirby Puckett doing these days? Oh my gosh, Kirby. I remember him. I'm pretty The sure most famous dead. twin in history. Yeah. Kirby can't be he, dead. I think he died. Uh, he, he had a, like a degenerative issue, I think. Oh, really? Dead. I didn't know that. I have one of his I baseball was, cards. Just double checking. Yeah. I have a Kirby personalized signed baseball. Wow. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, That's he died in 2006. Oh, oh my bummer. gosh. I forgot. Holy cow. I'm yeah. sorry. Anyone out there who's related to Kirby Puckett, I apologize. Yeah. My sympathies, <laughs> my condolences. Wow. Years I won't later, send so. this episode to his family. Yeah. Well, they already listened. So good job. But, I yeah. was a big fan of your relative. Let's put it that way. Back in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. He's cool. Huge Kirby. Kirby Puckett fan. And that's funny. Like, I don't know baseball, but I knew him. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, that's that is funny. You kind of know those big names from Yeah. So the basketball playoffs have been going on at the same time too and of course the the Nuggets actually did really well this year. They got all the way to the Western Conference Finals. And you know they went up against the Lakers and I mean the Lakers are a freaking powerhouse right now. I mean it's LeBron, it's Anthony Davis. It's like, yeah, you're they're going to win probably, but I think the Nuggets did well. They did a good job coming up, but of course LeBron had to go to the freaking finals again. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. LeBron's awesome. It only took like what, 2, 3 seasons for him to get back after Just one. He went from the Cavs. So he wasn't there last year. Yeah, that he was, was it. there 2 years ago. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Wow. LeBron is amazing. I'm sorry. He's he's an amazing guy. He's an amazing player. It's awesome. I'm just I really wanted the Nuggets to go, but that's okay. I, did, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think they would, though. You know, it's, so. it has nothing to do with the player. I mean, like you're, you're oh, I know Colorado. You're a Nuggets fan, so exactly. That's all. Sense. You know, it's like back when Jordan was there. It's like we used to hate on Jordan because we hated Jordan because he was a he was an enemy, even though he was amazing. So and, and we were all fascinated by Jordan. So yeah, well, yeah, we used to make fun of him all the time, and I also. Like, Oh, not, sorry, not really, though. I'm kidding. No, I, was, I was just going to say, Jordan was like the Jesus of the 1980s and 90s, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Black Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. didn't they call him that? They might have. Someone did, I'm sure. <laughs> Somebody did, actually. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Anyway, well, because fun, everyone knew sometimes. I'm glad they're playing. I'm glad that things have actually gone well. You're not hearing about any crazy horror stories or major outbreaks or anything crazy. Like, they're doing a good job, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I heard you're going to love this one, Miss Ice. I heard a friend of mine on, on Facebook said, why does anybody even care about sports? Sports is completely useless. There's absolutely no point. All sports should die and go away or something like that. And I was just like, they were having a bad day. Clearly. No, no, but that's what they believe. And then everybody's like, yeah, you know, sports is, is useless. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I understand if you don't like sports, that's fine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. But think about the lives that some of these people had before they get into sports and like how sports saved them. It kept them out of For trouble. Got them out of, I mean, there's That's so many great aspect. stories. Oh yeah. And then, no. but then the things that some of these guys do, for the world is amazing. Not everybody. You've got though the whiners, you've got the people who think they're all that and they're just squandering. I mean, but you have that in every industry, but there are so many great things that come from sports. And so to say that they're useless, it's like, ah, don't go so far. Yeah, it's not, it's almost not even mentioning. It's not even worth mentioning. It's, it's such a objectively false statement, but I was surprised that, how many people I mean, agreed with like the Facebook post. There were like, those are all the people of who go home and watch reality TV. Well, and that's fine. Again, they don't have to like sports, but to say that it's yeah, useless like and no, stupid. I mean, like, like you could say the same thing for any subgenre, right? Like yeah. reality TV is totally useless. What has it ever done for anyone? And then somebody yeah. else can have a totally valid counter argument, yeah, but it's true. just it's it's a subjective <laughs> exactly. observation of a subgenre. So like what is the point of even arguing? And it's it? an incorrect statement because to use that kind of logic like sports are useless, that I could tell that person, well, you're useless. And they'd be like what and i'd be like well that's the kind of logic we're dealing with now yeah that's the thing <laughs> you're, you're like, actually you're actually telling people that their most impressive talent is worthless 
I mean, have you <laughs> yes. seen the skill level of these people? Oh my gosh. Like, if you can get out there and do the same thing, then yeah, I will listen to you. But there's no yeah. way you can hold a candle to anybody out there playing professional sports. True. So, I mean, Just, that's why we watch it. It's because yeah. it's so phenomenal. Or watch that's the I'm last playing. dance. If you have that, oh, yeah. if you have that opinion of sports, watch the last dance. If you're not even a sports person, like I am, I'm not a sports person, but that's such a good documentary. It's so yeah. well done. And one thing I really picked up on watching that, I'm, I, I really don't, I don't pay attention to basketball at all. But you notice the talent of those athletes. Oh yeah, it's highlighted in such a great way in mm-hmm. that documentary, especially. It's like wow, that I. It made me wish that I had been into it at the, back in the day. You know? Yeah. Like, so the thing, that. the thing that I get out of it. That I'm, I'm so, I mean, one, well, this was from Last Dance, but also, you know, we're, we're watching part five now of Last Chance You, and I've liked that show on Netflix. And one of the things that we see as a common theme, not with everybody, of course, but with a lot of the really good, talented players, like Jordan, even, for example, in, in basketball, is the determination and their attitude. Their attitude is, I'm giving this 100%. I'm not going to give up. I will win. I will succeed. It's just that, like, Okay, how many of us truly can say that we have that attitude all of the time in our life? And I well, think to me, almost. that's none of us almost well, but it should be all of us. I'm not saying well, like we're never going to be perfect and have it all the time, but I'm saying like these guys, their attitude is I'm doing this and I'm not going to give up and I'm going to fight for this. And I think a lot of us just kind of say, eh, whatever, we're just going to resign ourselves to whatever things are. So that's the thing that inspires me so much about sports and Mm-hmm. seeing their attitude. And again, it's not everybody. There's a lot of whiners and, and I'm not well, talking about those people. I think that's a really good point because there are so many athletes like and, and Mason Crosby, who is the field goal kicker for the Packers mm-hmm. comes to mind when I talk about this, but like you have people who can struggle and struggle and then all of a sudden they're faced with competition. Like the team brings someone in to replace them. And then all of a sudden they realize, oh, this isn't a guarantee. I don't have this job forever unless I can deliver. And so they decide I am going to live up to my potential and they take that position back. And so like there are so many instances in professional sports where you, you have to own it and really want it because there are a hundred other people just waiting to fill your spot. Mm -hmm. So you have to be on your game or find yourself, you know, getting shoved into C string, you know, you're (laughs) levels and levels of competition. Yeah. There are levels of, of (laughs) (laughs) don't be a G stringer competency. (laughs) Your third string, you know, you're, you're not starting and then you have to decide to own it. And that, those are the stories that I love to watch. I don't like, I don't like the stories where you just think that you deserve something and they shove a bunch of money at you. And then you, you know, don't play for a season because you don't get the money you want. Yeah. You know, go and play and prove to us that you are the best at what you do because you love doing what you do. Yeah. Those are the players that I look up to. Oh, yeah. That's why we love Last Chance U is because these guys lost their scholarships. They got kicked out mm-hmm. of their Division mm-hmm. One schools, and this is their last chance to prove that they, one, have what it takes, and two, deserve that second chance. And, you know, a lot of them will do exactly what you were just talking about. They're like, yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to do whatever I want. I deserve this, you know, the entitlement. And yep. they get kicked out. They're gone. They're done. And your chance is over forever. And the other ones say, I got to prove myself and I'm going to do it. And they get that second chance. And that's what I love. Like, that's what it should be everywhere with everybody. Yeah. I, I but see, that's the thing. Like I, that's a, that's the other thing that I love about when it comes to people will say, you know, I've said this a thousand times on the show. I was like, Hey Brian, like what are your hobbies? And I'm like, what isn't my hobby? You know, and I, I have so many things I nerd out on because I'm a curious person. And I I catch myself doing this too, by the way, so I'm not pointing fingers, but each of us has a tendency to say, well, I don't like that. So it's not of value. And so therefore it's that closed minded attitude. But the thing that I find fascinating, if I have that open mind and I say, okay, that may not be like the thing that I love to do normally, but I will be curious and I will, I will entertain. Tell me about this. Like let my curiosity get the best of me and let's, Let's talk about this, you know, regardless of what it is. So like people who don't like sports, it's like, well, but there are so many things that you can glean from sports, whether you watch them or not, like we just talked about. So it's that curiosity that it's like, we can find amazing, inspiring, good things in anything. Well, maybe not anything, but most things. (laughs) 
if we're willing to look and have an open mind about it, whether it becomes our hobby or not, who cares? It's just people will shut things off and have that closed minded attitude towards things and they'll miss out on so many cool things. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's why I love the idea of curiosity. It mm-hmm. is a failing of our species, Brian. You're absolutely correct. Uh, and personality all the world, types. It's a, yeah, and it, it's, it's, it's endemic. So, oh, anyway. yeah. But that's why good, we're good. here to you know, inspire the good idea advice. of nerding out. That's why we love doing this. Right. Yeah. Speaking of nerding out. Okay. Well, okay. First of all, we were talking about Star Trek Discovery last week, and I mentioned Captain Pike and how they were doing a Pike spinoff. Oh, yeah. I don't know all the details, but they were showing leaks of stuff. So I'm like, wait a minute. Has this been filmed? Because some people are saying, no, they haven't filmed it yet. And others are saying... Yeah, it's in production and I'm going, okay, I don't know what the truth is, but whatever. It's going to be called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. It is primarily about Captain Pike. Hmm. And what I heard was that it was supposed to air in a couple of months. And I'm going, where'd you hear that? I read it, but CBS saying anything officially about it or is it all rumor? uh, Well, that's the thing. And honestly, how true is anything right now because of COVID and how everything's delayed? I'll believe it when it actually has an actual yeah. like release date. But the point is they're, they're working on it. So good. Yeah. Well, good. So in fact, here's what, okay. Would you like me to look it up for you? Would you like me to have some actual evidence? I always like to have a, a Google buddy <laughs> present. So yeah, if, if it's my wife or you, Brian, or whoever is around who can Google something that, so I don't have to. Yeah. So yes, please. I mean the, the, I don't even know. I, I'd have to look it up more and find more information, but we'll see. Oh, fail. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't go that far because what I heard was that it's coming soon and that's exciting. So that's what we know. I'll keep everyone up to date. If you're, if you're really that interested in knowing like, when's the date? I want to know the date. Well, I want to mention a TV show, Brian, that we've mentioned before. Yes. Uh, Cobra Kai. Now, folks, remember when the last time we talked about this, I, I mentioned that Netflix had bought it from, uh, was it YouTube? Is that who had it? It was no. YouTube Originals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Netflix bought it. They are, they have seasons one and two uh, available right now in the United States. You don't have to VPN it. It's awesome. Dude, that show, not only is it a true, like a, like a good sequel to The Karate Kid, but the character development in that show is actually really deep and complex. And, and you'd never would have expected that. I mean, like anyone who's watched the karate kid knows that Daniel LaRusso was the good guy, quote unquote, he was the protagonist Yeah, and Johnny and Cobra Kai and Johnny's teacher crease were the antagonists, mm-hmm. right? The bullies. And the whole movie was about Daniel overcoming the bullies and coming out on top. Well, you find out in Cobra Kai, which is, and I've, I've seen this a lot in TV and movies lately, is especially TV. It's funny, we still call it TV. It's not TV anymore, is it? We still call it a TV show. Anyway, I digress. In Cobra Kai, you get to see Johnny's whole perspective on it and how he has, how life has brought him to where he is at the start of the series and then how he starts to grow as a person as the series goes on. You know, and he resurrects the dojo and, and, teaches these kids who are being bullied at school to be champions. And meanwhile, Daniel still sees Johnny as his antagonist and he doesn't realize that Johnny's growing as a person. And so, and then stuff keeps happening in the series to reinforce Daniel's prejudice against Johnny and Cobra Kai. And Johnny's trying to grow and do the right thing by his students and not repeat the mistakes that his old sensei crease made oh yeah yada yada i mean it's just it's just so interestingly complex Mm -hmm. and i'm loving the hell out of it it's such a good series Uh, i'm almost through season two so i'm so glad you're loving it it is such a good show i just think it's hilarious how we talked about it two years ago and people were like yeah you know whatever and then now that it's on netflix everyone's like whoa i didn't realize how good it was and i'm like (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) netflix That's well, it's you know what that tells me is availability is definitely a very powerful thing that you just don't think about. You know, you think everybody can get onto YouTube originals. Come on, buy YouTube TV. Nope. But when it's on Netflix, everybody sees it. It's funny. It's funny, except I know Miss Ice is not going to watch it because she hates Ralph Macchio. (laughs) Absolutely hates him. Interesting. Wait, yeah. you got to tell us that no, I'm story. Totally kidding. Just, totally kidding. Kidding. I'm, making, <laughs> okay. I'm making this up. Oh, really darn am. it. You had me. You hooked me. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> speaking of making things up, I did a little more research for you while you were just talking there, Captain Influence. Uh-huh. And that's the thing. People are making up rumors about Star Trek Strange New Worlds and saying it's coming out in a couple of months and blah, blah, blah. 
And those are rumors and those are people making things up. So the truth based on what I'm seeing here is that they are just getting to the point of starting production as soon as is safe and possible. Uh, and so there is no release date and it could be a while. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you for yeah, people lie, no, people lie yeah. all the time, man. And it just makes me so mad. You don't Liar. Yeah. About everything. Too. You know what? <laughs> I want to give these people the third degree right now. And speaking of that, could you tell us what that means, please? I'd be glad to, Brian. Oh, okay, Thanks thank for uh, asking. Oh, um, yeah. So the third degree, folks, there are several tales about the origin of the third degree, a saying commonly Ew. used for long or arduous interrogations. We've all heard this saying, right? Number but one. Uh, mm-hmm. Dude, did your mom give you the third degree last night when you got in late after your girlfriend Whoa, and you bro. were out? Yeah. Yeah, dude, totally. Yeah, that How'd that go, by the way? Anyway, um, <laughs> it was, uh, it one was theory. Okay, so one theory about the origin argues that the phrase relates to the various degrees of murder in the criminal code. Yet another credits it to Thomas F. Burns, a 19th century New York City policeman who used the pun, quote, third degree burns. Get it? <laughs> oh, <I laughs> he like was that. third degree burns. I don't know about that one. Uh, when describing <laughs> his hard nosed questioning style. In truth, according to history.com, the saying is most likely derived from the Freemasons, okay. which are, as many of you know, a centuries-old fraternal organization whose members undergo rigorous questioning and examinations before becoming, quote, third-degree members or master Masons. Gotcha. So That makes sense. Yeah, there you go. So if someone gives you the third degree... They want you to join the Freemasons. Okay. Well, there you go. That's so I, I should not give. <laughs> I love that's where that dots. ended. <laughs> yeah. The, the rumor people about Star Trek, I should not give them the third degree because then I have to let them become Masons. Dang it. No, they don't have to become Masons. That's true. Well, that's true. And I really don't want to expose my order to that. So I wonder how the Freemasons have evolved over the centuries because I don't know if you guys knew this, but a lot of people do that most of the founding fathers of the United States were Freemasons. Mm-hmm. Like George mm-hmm. Washington, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. We've all seen National Treasure. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. We okay. know the, we know the history. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it was it was such a prodigious organization and and not necessarily I don't know how I mean they had their little secret rights and stuff. My my grandfather was a Freemason hmm. on my mom's side. I wonder how that organization has evolved over the years. We I gotta I find someone any, yeah. and interview them. So your grandfather you didn't give you like a treasure map or anything like that? I'm not going to answer that okay. question. Well, could we interview? Is, is he alive? No, he's, he's oh, bummer, man. I was wish we could interview him. Yeah. Okay, maybe we'll, maybe we'll Although find a Freemason. I don't know if he was pretty deep into Alzheimer's when he went. So, oh, bummer. But he, you know what? He was one of the ones that's very happy. He was a very happy Alzheimer's guy. That's so good. everything was like he was always yeah. smiling at people. And yeah, so. Well, maybe we can find one. That would be an interesting interview. That really would be. Mm-hmm. That would be. All right, let's talk gaming really quickly because there's a couple things I want to. So, I'm sure you've heard about this, Captain. The game mm-hmm. Remnant from the Ashes. I've heard of it. Yes. Okay, Remnant so- from the Ashes. Rock and roll. What? Yeah. We're talking about that. That Wait, sounds like a Metallica. Do you know lyric, that game? No, I don't. No. Oh, she's doing it again. I was like waiting for some like death metal uh. thing that you were gonna do, and you know, <laughs> Remnant from the Ashes. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a. Okay, first of all, I know that came out like about a year ago and other people played it and I had tried it on the Xbox and then never really went anywhere with it, but it became free on the Epic Game Store, I don't know, a couple months ago, I think. Uh-huh. So, you know, we got it, finally installed it, tried it out. And I was like, "Ooh, this is interesting. It's a very fascinating story. There's a lot of good backstory if you're willing to kind of go and just kind of read through things, you know, within the game, but so far I'm really enjoying it. So, it's a Isn't there a lot of a rain in that in that game? Yes. Yeah, but it's a co-op game, co-op actual story game, which is really hard to find these days. So that was, it's fun. It's got kind of a first person story, kind of like a halo. I always use halo as like the way to do it because like that to me is like the pinnacle of good story and co-op. You don't see a lot of that anymore. It's usually solo or it's, you know, co-op, but no story or whatever. So it's good Mm -hmm. like that, but it also has a bit of a outfit your character slash Diablo style. So it's really fun, but very, very good. And then today, of course, Star Wars Squadrons is out. We haven't tried it yet. Of course, we'll do that. Now, here's my question, though, for you, because we're going to install this and we're going to play. Do you have a flight stick, Captain Influence? I do. Uh, I bought a a Thrustmaster uh, Mm. dual flight stick and um, uh, what do you call it? A uh, throttle. uh, What's the throttle? Yeah. Yeah. Throttle stick combo. 
yep. back oh, probably about six years ago when I started playing uh, Elite Dangerous. Is it the HOTUS model? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. See, I have that exact. Yeah, I've got the same one. The HOTUS yeah. Thrustmaster with the throttle thing is so cool. And you can separate them so you can have the throttle. You, yeah. like, they hook together and then you can unhook them and you have the throttle. You can separate them on your desk or whatever, oh, however yeah. you want to play it. But it's, and it's so got awesome. buttons galore and you can program it completely, fully programmable, yada, yada. Anyway, the thing about joysticks, Star Wars Squadron's coming out. And before that, a couple months ago, as you've mentioned, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 came out. Mm-hmm. And partly, probably as a result of COVID and because also there hasn't been any good flight simulator that have been released anytime recently. It's been years. I mean, it was it was a very highly anticipated title, and Star Wars Squadrons is also a very highly anticipated title. Go try and buy a joystick on Amazon right now. <laughs> They're very scarce. Yeah, uh, really I don't are. know if you can. Everything's um, sold out. Scared to even I, yeah. search for joystick on Amazon. <laughs> flight stick. Flight. Search for flight stick. It's a little bit, you know, safer. So yeah, it's. I just thought it was interesting that there's a scarcity of joysticks. I'm going to call them joysticks, flight sticks, whatever. There's a scarcity of those in the world right now. Yeah. It's funny because so, a lot of our friends have been saying, Hey, I want to get squadrons and yeah. So what flight stick should I get? And everybody's going, dude, get this one, get this one. And everyone's going, Oh, they're sold out everywhere. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, I know um, our friend Mike bought, actually it's really cool. It's the Airbus version of the flight stick okay. and the throttle. And it looks really, really cool. That's a little more hardcore than I'm willing to go. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, it's a very similar type of stick as like the, the Thrustmaster, it's just, you know, it's by Airbus. I, I don't know. Maybe it has a few extra Weird. features. But anyway, I looked at it and it looked really, really cool. And I thought that would be actually really nice to have for Microsoft huh. Flight Simulator. But I have my Thrustmaster. I'm super happy with it. It works great. I used it originally with Elite Dangerous. Yep. What's amazing, though, is, you know, usually if you have an old school style joystick, you're using your keyboard to, you know, give you throttle and everything else and, you know, all those other things. The nice part with the Thrustmaster is, not only can you do the throttle yourself, which by the way is much of a faster response time and which you need if you're in a dogfight, but all of the mm-hmm. buttons you mentioned, there's so many things that you can just control literally at your fingertips instead of having to move around and figure out where your keyboard is and everything else. It's fun. I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, it works really well in Microsoft Flight Simulator and I cannot wait to test it out in squadrons because I intend to be a formidable foe. Yes. I intend to be a for, formidable fodder. Team for player? Other oh, no. Then yeah. I, you're not on my team then. <laughs> <laughs> you can hunt me, Brian. How about that? Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. So yeah. another thing that has been new is the new set in Magic the Gathering. You know, I, I've been playing MTG Arena and stuff, and they have the new set that came out. I really have having fun with it. I feel like there's some overpowered cards in it, but the thing that just drives me crazy about this whole Magic game is that they'll release brand new cards it'll be pre-released. So they'll have like pre-release events at the comic stores, you know, and then they'll have the pre-release through MTG arena, but it's not even officially out for sale yet. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about banning cards already. Like, well, we just released well, this card and we're going to ban it because it's overpowered. I'm like, guys, but, but, but come on. But that, in a sense to me, I wasn't coming at it from the angle where it makes a little sense to me because they can test it in arena and find True. out how overpowered it is. And then that way they won't have to go through the trouble of printing it for sale. Well, they already printed it. That's oh, they the did. Thing. Okay. Yeah. It's well, I thought been... it was pre-released so that like prior to the print run. Basically. Well, no, no, no. Pre-release means that if you, if you play on arena, you get it in advance. And if you do the pre-release weekends that they do, so, you know, pre COVID you would go in, you'd sign up for a pre-release weekend, you'd get cards, and you'd play in the what they call the draft. Right. Okay, so that's the pre-release. And then it everything's been printed and everything's already been sold to the comic book stores. It's just you can't, if you're not part of that pre-release weekend, you just can't buy them yet. That's all. Okay, fair enough. But still, the concept still stands. They can do a dry run, sure. essentially, online and work the bugs out of that set before sure. they do a full release of it. So. Well, and the thing is, is that, okay, I can understand one side. They're trying to keep the decks as balanced as possible and as fair as possible because what they call standard is what it's called. That's where people are playing the standard. It's, it's like you have this, you know, the cards are newer and many of people, uh, they'll go compete. I don't care about that. I'm not in for the competition. I'm not in it for the money. I'm not in it for ranking. I don't care. I just want to have fun. Like that's all I care about. So yeah. 
whatever it keeps it fair for them but then uh there is a a mode called historic which means if it's banned from standard it doesn't matter you can still play it in historic and just have fun uh, but it's not competitive which is like good that's what, that's what i want i just think it's <laughs> hilarious like okay you just like made this card and it's like wow this is really cool and people come up with these really genius ways of utilizing that card and now you can't use it anymore <laughs> right see that that's, just they funny. throw it out to the to the the pool yeah you know the the mental the pool of neurons that's out there essentially. Right. Yep. And, and that pool finds permutations and stuff that the creators didn't foresee. Exactly. And I think it's, yeah. So that makes perfect sense. But you know, you're talking to me, the real Brian, who is a type seven on the Enneagram. Don't take away my freedom, bro. <laughs> don't tell me what I can and can't do. <laughs> Brother, you know, I'm talking, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So miss ice, are you still gaming even a little bit? No. Okay. You just gave up and said, screw it. I'm just going to be just alone and beautiful. Right at, at, when you're not at work, I've got so many other things going on. So yeah, I mean, a lot of editing going on and a lot of working. So okay, just do what you love, right? All work and no play makes Miss a dull boy or girl. Hey, <laughs> wait, I just <laughs> I'm not dull <laughs> just melt, or a boy. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, I understand. You got to do what you got to do. And you know what? I'm so glad you're editing and I can't wait for the book. I'm just like excited for the day where you say it's out. I can't wait to reread it in its edited form. I can't wait mm. to read it, period. Really? In its short form. Yeah. It's <laughs> actually like possible for me to comprehend my limited, you know, capacity. Hey, guess what? Hey, what? I tried a beautiful drink the other day, courtesy of Bindle. You remember Bindle? You went there. Oh, yeah. Bindle Coffee. Wasn't Bindle the, uh, wasn't she the daughter of the crocodile hunter? Yes. Bindle? Sure. Bindle. Bindle. Spindle maybe? I don't know. I can't. So the no, drink that I tried Bindle. was spiced fig espresso. <laughs> Actually, it's a latte, but spiced fig. So this is so cool to me because of course it's a, it's an espresso latte, but they actually take a large pot. They boil the figs, cardamom, cinnamon sticks. I mean, all of those different spices, they boil them. And then they take that and they actually make a, um, well, it's like a syrup essentially. I don't know if it has sugar or anything, but anyway, the whole point is that it's not some flavored coffee syrup. It's actual real things that are like it's sweetened with fig like and reduced. <laughs> it's like a reduction. Sure. I don't know what you call it, but it's just, oh, it's so good. And you can taste all the different natural, like real ingredients. It's so good. And then I was thinking like, okay, we did this, you know, with like the, we were, we're nerding out with the whole Vulcan spice tea and the, the Klingon rack to Chino. Remember oh, how yeah, I was like making was those? Episode, yeah. yeah. And so I was thinking like, we need to find some more interesting ideas for fun coffee drinks, tea drinks, whatever. It's going to be more effective if it's done on video because you can see me actually creating it. You see do. my facial expression. I know. And then put out the recipes, but I thought this would be really fun. We got to do this. I really want to. It'll be fun. So if you have any Good. fun little experiments, all three of us, by the way, uh, let us know. Let's try. Maybe we should all film ourselves doing it. Wouldn't that be fun? Messiah? She could be like, look, I'm alone and beautiful. And here is my <laughs> brand. That should be the title name. I mean, come on. <laughs> and Maybe can, I, we should clarify that being alone is beautiful. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Unless you're Brian. That's depressed. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm alone, uh, but I'm also beautiful, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I actually don't want to be called beautiful. No, don't call me beautiful. beautiful. That's just bizarre. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. There you go. Kelly LeBrock used to say that. Ridiculously, ridiculously good looking. <laughs> so there you go. Are you up for this? Are you up for finding some experiments? Let's put it this way. The episode where we had those Star Trek themed drinks, that was a lot of fun. It was. So, just do more of that. Okay. I'll help. Somebody help me experiment. And Folgers is not on the menu. But... <laughs> <laughs> Can it be like part of a concoction? Oh, fine. I mean, I'm trying to think of okay. something that I would didn't mind experimenting in. I'll think about it. Okay. Not involving drugs, right? Yeah. Well, well true. That might <laughs> well, be. <laughs> fine. I guess we do need to keep it drug free. Stay in school. Don't, don't do drugs. Um, say no. Okay, then. Well, we'll experiment. We'll have some fun. So let's do that. But I think that's it for today. There's so much more to talk about as always, uh, but we, we got to stop. We got to stop already. Uh, awesome. Wow. That so kind of just much. flies on this. Show, Doesn't seriously. it? It's so it much does. fun. Yeah. Well, Miss Ice is already passing out. She's got another meeting to go to here in a few minutes. You need more coffee. 
And uh, Captain, get back to your jumping jacks, man. Jump. I think I might, actually. As soon as I get off this uh, recording, I'm going to do, go do another 50 jumping jacks. Sweet, dude. See, I love it. Like, if you jump, you get jacked. Right? I get to yes. do more jumping jacks, Brian. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, well, uh, Sith Master J has requested that we play Paper Magic because we have not done that in a very, very long time. And you know how I talked yeah. about that? And it was like, we put our webcams down on the table and... Right. Show our little play area and all that, and that way we can uh, see that we're not cheating, which is fun. The kids call that Zoom magic, Zoom or Z, or Z magic for short. Yeah, Zoom Z Zoom. magic. But except we're not on Zoom, we're on Discord, so it'd be D magic. Okay. Yeah, dis magic. I don't even know, but one way or the other, we're gonna have a good time. Thank you for joining us. It was fun. Thank you for listening. It was fun. And thank you, Miss Ice. I always love having you on. I love being here. Thanks, guys. Wait, can we have a live and 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 in person intro to my deep thoughts? <laughs> Oh, oh, okay, okay. Here we go, here we go. Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. Since drinking coffee makes you poop, wouldn't it be cool if your poop could smell like coffee? Then going poop would make people want to drink more coffee. Or would it cause people to think of poop when they smelled coffee? Well, you know what the music means. I'm still a little pensive after that. Yeah. I'm going to go drink more coffee. Music. Oh, yeah. I need to think about anything else right yeah, now. Yeah, anything. Coffee. <laughs> go drink more coffee. Do some jumping jacks. Get jacked. Yeah. Alone and beautiful here on The Real Brian Show. All right. Well, and I, naked. <laughs> we, we love you because you're naked. This is The Real Brian Show. Signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.